The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Most of you, uh, maybe you're listening at work, maybe you're just coming from work, but most of you likely sign on to a work computer or have a, a work phone of some sort. Question, how tempted are you to watch and read things that have nothing to do with your job? How aware of you are you of the privacy rules regarding to your workplace technology? You should be, or you could possibly face trouble from the company that you work for. To take a closer look at workplace privacy, we're joined by Dr. Natasha Tusikoff, a criminology professor at York University in Toronto who specializes in technology and privacy. Dr. Tusikoff, welcome to the show. Hi, glad to be on. Now, first off, I have to tell you something. I sign into my computer right here at work. I come into uh, 630 Ched Chorus Entertainment in Edmonton, and the first thing it says right there is that I have no right to privacy. It's right there on the screen. How mainstream is that in most workplaces these days? Well, I guess yours is a good news story that uh, you have a daily reminder and you have some awareness of your company's policies. So employers should be posting their policies and should be informing their users of uh, their expectations of privacy and their responsibilities in regards to work computers, work phones, uh, workplace technology. I saw a number recently that said only about 72% of uh, companies have, have platforms like this. That they that, that, that um, you know, so three quarters of them um, have a reminder like this on the computers or their, the the device that they give their employees. I'm surprised it's not more, aren't you? Uh, I'm I'm a little cynical, so I'm (laughs) I'm actually not surprised. Uh, Privacy, privacy policies, workplace monitoring policies, often these are further down the the priority list of, of employers. There's a lot in regards to workplace technology that kind of uh, isn't a priority until it becomes a problem. And then uh-huh. suddenly uh, managers uh, flail around and struggle and say, uh, we should have a policy on this. So it's best to be uh, prepared. <laughs> and it's best <laughs> as an employee to know what are your responsibilities and what is your employer interested in? What are your particular workplace policies? Can you give us an idea of... Um I, well, I don't know. How often do you, do you believe that workplaces are actually diving into what you're doing on your computer? I think it varies dramatically regarding the type of company. So if you're a company that's a, a large multinational, you have an IT department, uh, particularly you have, uh, you're dealing with confidential or proprietary information, I think there uh, there's some kind of monitoring to make sure the information is safe, that the computer systems themselves are safe, mm-hmm. that people aren't downloading viruses or uh, clicking on phishing schemes. So I think it varies quite widely. Yeah. And it really is incumbent on the businesses to try and um, manage this themselves without a lot of uh, clear guidelines. It's interesting because here at Chorus, we have to go through regular security uh, modules, courses online on a regular basis. And it is, it's is—it's been something, it's been fairly eye-opening. And its a, and it's, a good, it's been a good learning experience as, as well to know what to click on, what not to click on, and how not to get caught. Um, from what I understand, employers have to have reasonable cause before they would go through an employee's computer. When we're talking about reasonable cause, doctor, uh, Tuskoff, what would that look like? 
So uh, just a full disclosure, I'm not an employment lawyer, uh-huh. but according to my understanding of um, privacy rules of PIPDA in Canada, so this reasonable cause could be in relation to the employee's duties. So the duties that the empl- employee is uh, expected to perform, if there is some kind of interruption, if there are performance issues that someone appears that they're doing uh the majority of their time online shopping, they're streaming movies, they're not performing their job uh, duties uh, effectively, that is reasonable cause. As well, the company has a obligation to protect the security of its systems and its information. So if someone is uh, downloading certain applications or surfing where really it isn't safe and they could be opening up the company to uh, Mm. all kinds of malware and viruses, that's a problem. And as well, the company has an obligation to defend its reputation. So if someone, for example, is angry at their employer and is posting on social media um, uh, allegations about the employer uh, um, that might damage the reputation, there again, the company does have uh, an ability to to monitor. And of course, we can also talk about uh, any types of violations of workplace policy or law. So if employees are engaging in harassment, if they're engaging in the violation of human rights, it's the obligation of the employer to um, identify that and stop that. Now, hopefully companies don't rely just on monitoring people, (laughs) that they have workforce training, that they have good policies to prevent bad actions from their employees. So I was just going to ask you what do companies need to do to make sure there aren't challenges that they don't have issues but I think you just outlined it as you know putting those policies in place making sure that employees are aware have have conversations about what's expected and what's allowed. Absolutely. So it's not just, uh, you know, dealing with the problem once it's surfaced, but to say, here uh, here are our policies on, on harassment, right? This mm-hmm. is how you're expected to act. Um, this is uh, the types of um, activities that are off limits. So some companies block access to Netflix, for example, and tell the employees so, you know, that part of your duties uh, don't involve uh, engaging in anything on Netflix. So you, you just simply are blocked from that at work. But making it really clear to employees and not having this to be a nasty surprise at the end of the day. I would like to find a job where I could have time to watch Netflix at work. I mean, where does that happen? My goodness. So, and it just, you know, my final question then, you know, for, for my listeners right now who who would be, you know, majority of them employees, what do they need to remember? Uh, well, definitely remember that, uh, you know, you are in a, a professional environment, but ask your employer for those policies. So if you don't know, if you're not someone like yourself who has the prompt, uh, there may be these policies in your uh, employment contract, but if you've been working at the same company for a while, maybe your company doesn't have these policies. So it's a good idea to to learn what are the company's expectations regarding your for example, you're um, watching different types of YouTube yeah. videos or engaging in some social media use at work. So that should be documented and available to employees. And companies should be transparent. So this shouldn't be, uh, again, a nasty surprise. Yeah. Companies should be upfront and recognize that employees do have 
uh, an expectation of privacy at work, but employees also have the obligation to be professional and to make sure that most of their time they're performing their duties. I guess uh, none of us are robots, and we all want to watch some YouTube videos or or make a few personal phone calls. But we we have to be somewhat professional as well. I guess it would be kind of hard to believe uh, for me that if a company gave a, a device to someone like a, an iPhone or, or something like that, I'm not talking about your workstation computer, but a, an iPhone, something like that, that it wouldn't be used for some sort of personal use. And so there's got to yeah. be that expectation of, and, and again, it goes back to knowing what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yes, and, and most employers would say, you know, a, a reasonable uh, personal use uh, that you're, you're making a reasonable amount of personal calls to connect with family or to make medical appointments, but that that doesn't unduly interfere with your, your professional duties. And I think, I, I would hope that most companies would strike some kind of balance. Mm. But with the increasing use of social media, I think people should really uh, be careful about what they post because that, uh, if an employer feels that it reflects badly on the company, uh, that could be a cause for dismissal. We've certainly seen that in the United States, people posting off-color jokes, people posting uh, comments that reflected badly on their employer, and they did lose their jobs. Yeah, interesting. All right, Dr. Natasha Tuskoff, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate the conversation. My pleasure. Thank you. Take care. Now, uh, Dr. Tuskoff is a criminology, criminology professor at uh, York University, and she made a great point there when it comes to social media. We just saw over the holidays, and if I remember correctly, it was out of, was it just out of BC, where a fellow um, tweeted something from what he thought was an anonymous account about his company's Christmas present, and if I remember, yeah, it was a, a, a bottle of barbecue sauce and a, a barbecue, like a, a utensil to barbecue with, and he thought it was a bit of a joke, and he, he slagged it a little bit on, on social media, and then when he realized somewhere along the way that, oh boy, I could be identified, and he went back and deleted it, but he got called in they figured him out. He, the, the company said he violated some terms um, and he was let go. This just happened in the past couple of weeks. I, I'd be curious to know what's, what's happened at, at your workplace. I remember when I first, when kind of uh, computers, uh, and I know some of you listening there are thinking, what, at, at one time you didn't have computers? I mean, when I started in television, we were still working on typewriters, and that was 30 years ago. So when the, the, the computers started coming into the workplace... Um, in the TV stations that I worked at, and this was way back in uh, in Ontario and in Saskatchewan, I can remember coming into work one day and there was a a, a joint computer that a bunch of us used. Uh, we had computers at our desk, but for something else, there was one in, in the back room. It was to, I don't know, I don't even remember what it was, but somebody at work was logging on to it and as accessing pornography and not closing any of the windows or not knowing how to close or not knowing how to close any of the windows that was happening and and that was something that had to be taken care of uh very very quickly and you know what do you see or what do you do <laughs> you got an eyeful what do you do when you when you stumble across that um want to make sure it's like hey wasn't me wasn't me i'm the one that was in there at that time or came into it um, but yeah, and he talks about uh, harassment, but making sure that you know the policies. Uh, again, I know here it says right on our on a, on the front page, you have no right to privacy in this system.